Hello and welcome to this episode of the Monday Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Kiosteron and Beatmaker. And on this episode, we're going to be discussing what's your outlook? How we view the world and ourselves, it, uh, it shapes our choices and feelings. They're all connected and in many ways they shape the world we inhabit you know if your outlook towards yourself or the world around you is filled with negative thoughts and emotions that's all you're ever going to experience every action every decision every situation will have some root found in negative feelings and thoughts You know, we live in very complex and trying times. And I think for many of us, you know, it's a lot easier to be mad at everything. Um, Because when you're mad, you don't you don't see anything else. You don't see the real root of the situation or the problem, you just feel. And that's kind of what I think is kind of going on with everyone around us is that we are, we're just, we're we're basically, and I've said this before many times um, in previous episodes of the Monday Mindset, but I don't know if I've ever said on the podcast, but, you know, our emotions are a guide. They're not the answer. And when it comes to your outlook towards yourself, the world, friends, family, loved ones, relationships, um, if you based your outlook on your emotions then you're really losing sight of the whole picture because you just have these blinders on and these blinders only see what you're feeling. And don't get me wrong, you know, it's healthy to, you know, live life and and base some of your decisions and choices on your feelings, but you have to have a clear perspective on it you need to make sure that you've really used your critical thinking skills before you apply your emotional connection to it and sometimes you have to make decisions in your life or you have to choose an outlook that is not connected to your emotions and that's really hard i struggle with it every day with certain situations in my life um Recently, um, someone gave me some criticism on my music and uh, my outlook towards it um, was not very positive. I, I kind of took it personally and, um, and I had to really, it took some time and I had to talk with um, one of my best friends who's a music producer as well. And um, he was even telling me that, you know, you need to really have the mentality that um, 
it's not your type of music. And um, that's something that, that really struck a chord with me. Um, and it's something that I think when it comes to our outlooks, in, in particular in my situation with the criticism towards um, my music, I responded with a cognitive disorder. Um, and the cognitive disorder that I was experiencing in that moment in time was a mental filter. Um, you pick out a single negative detail and you dwell on it exclusively so that your vision of all reality becomes darkened, like the drop of ink that discolors a beaker of water. And I think that's something that, for me, you know, I just spent the next several days just just bathed in his criticism. And it wasn't even constructive criticism. And I was just bathing in it. And like I said, you know, my cousin told me, you know, you have one, you have to have tough skin in the music business. It's a competitive business and you need to be tough. You need to know not everyone's going to like your music. But you also have to know that the kind of music that you make is not going to be for everybody. And my outlook um, prior to this was, oh, well, you know, I make music that's different and it's positive and it's motivational and I'm pretty sure everyone's going to like it. Um, in reality, not everyone's going to like that kind of music. And that's something that I, you know, had to come to terms with and realize um, when you know that you make things that are not the same song structure as everyone else's, that doesn't have the same, um, you know, what's popular, um, the mainstream music, as I like to call it. If you're not sticking with the, with the, um, if you're not following everyone else and doing the same thing, um, people aren't going to vibe with you all this in a sense. Um, and I think with my outlook in that situation, um, I was looking at it with a negative mindset and I wasn't, you know, I was taking what he said personally when the reality is that's not the case. My type of music that I was making was not what he was looking for, what, 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 is, what he was not interested in. So that's something that I had to kind of come to terms with and realize that that's going to happen, that's going to happen a lot. And it's the same with your outlook with anything in life. Um, if you're going to be caught in these cognitive the distortions, and this is something I learned um, actually yesterday, um, if you get caught up in them, your outlooks are just bathed in self-loathing, pity, um, victim, you know, negative thoughts. You're beating yourself up. And that's something that I deal with I've been dealing with my entire life I I beat myself up a lot from the little things to the big things I I really do beat myself up a lot um and it's something I've been really really working on and I've I have gotten better um but I know it's something that I'm gonna be struggling with for the rest of my life and it's at this point for me it's more about developing techniques that kind of help, um, you know, cut down 
on me beating myself up a lot. And I think, you know, when, when you have an outlook that you're constantly judging yourself on everything and it's a negative judgment, you know, every choice that you make, every interaction, you're going to be feeling that, um, that itch. And, you know, people can, can catch on to that and people will feel that energy, you know, and like, you know, like I was saying, if your outlook is so negative, if your outlook is blaming everyone else, people are going to feel that, you know, I think people kind of forget that we do give off a frequency. We do give off a vibe, an aura, whether you believe it or not, we do. And people can feel that. And some people may not be aware to what they're to exactly what they're feeling, but they'll avoid certain people. Um, and sometimes, you know, the reality is not everyone's going to, you know, have good chemistry together. And um, whether that chemistry is because they're two different people or the way they're behaving to one another is not, you know, respectable because you can, you know, have be respectful and courteous and charismatic with someone, but you may not necessarily have good chemistry with them, but that doesn't stop you from being a good person. And if your outlook is that everyone is out to get you, you're never going to, you know, relationships and things are going to be tough. Um, you know, I mean, and don't, don't get me wrong. You know, there are times where anger and frustration and sadness are appropriate. But you cannot live your life or carry yourself in that manner forever. You can't have that outlook of anger and frustration or sadness forever. And I know there are times where we're going to be have, having situations in our life that are going to be devastating. And it's going to cause the anger and the frustration and the sadness. But we have to learn to grow from it. We can't allow it to just be our filter through our life. And that takes self-realization, self-actualization, you know, talking about what's going on. Some of us, we don't want to talk about it. And because we're not talking about it, our outlook is just blurred. We're not talking about the problems that are making us view the world in this particular sense. And that is just an unhealthy way to live, but we're all going to be struggling with that. That's a constant you know, thing, but it's about whether or not you're self-aware to it. Um, and if you're self-aware to it, then you can take the necessary steps to change your outlook. Um, you know, instead of being the glasses half empty, try being the glasses half full. You know, that's a, you know, a better outlook because, you know, if you're thirsty, at least, you know, you got another half left. Then you take little sips. <laughs> um, but, you know, if you live your life carrying yourself and your outlook with those emotions you know, this can lead to some intense depression, anxiety, anger, you know, that could lead to self-harm, self-sabotage, or, or even harm to others. Um, 
And I have been there myself. I have had intense, deep depression and anxiety. And I suffer from anxiety myself. You know, I'm not afraid to admit that. Um, you know, when you're someone who's constantly beating yourself up, overthinking everything, those are, you know, examples of anxiety. Um, you know, I also, I'm, I'm, I don't like conflict. So when I feel like a situation is going to be turning into conflict, that gets me anxious. You may not see it, but I definitely am feeling anxious inside. Um, and, you know, it's you got to talk about your outlook. You got to talk about what you're feeling inside, why you're seeing things the way they are. Because if you don't, you're going to get deeper into that depression. You're going to get deeper into that anxiety, that anger. And then you're hurting other people. Because maybe you're lashing out at people and they don't even deserve it. Maybe they're asking you questions, whatever it could be, you know, and sometimes you're aware of it and sometimes you're, you're not aware of it. Or you're, you're you know, you're self-sabotaging opportunities or, you know, or you're you're you are doing good with your workout and your diet, but you're going back on it because you're kind of feeling what's the point. Maybe because you're not seeing the results as quick as you want. So your outlook is, oh, it's never going to happen. I might as well just dig in. Um, or you're feeling angry because, you know, someone, you know, misled you or you're, you're hurt in a relationship, but you're not talking about it. And it builds up and it builds up. And maybe the person you're, you know, in a relationship with or the person you're angry with, they're not aware of it. And they've moved on, but you haven't. And so your outlook is that they don't even realize that you're mad, but maybe because you're not showing it and you're not talking about it, how are they going to know? And then your outlook just sabotages and it, you know, it makes things difficult. It makes the relationship strained. And then the next time you guys have an argument, you're not even arguing about that. You're arguing about the thing that happened a month ago or a year ago, whatever, or maybe with a, a work colleague who's not pulling their weight and you lash out at them about it. Or you get an attitude with your boss about a situation um, that maybe you should have talked with them about because of how you were feeling. But because you didn't, you know, it causes a conflict. And I think that's the problem that we all have with our, when our outlooks are stuck, you know, through the lens of depression or anxiety of anger or sadness is that it just has a ripple effect. You know, but these are, these are things that you can avoid or you can work on, but it all comes with your, with you changing your mindset and being able to change your mindset will lead to you being able to change your outlook. And I don't know, everyone is different. So you need to find something that's positive that will help you change, whether that's counseling whether that's yoga, whether that's meditation, whether that's making music, whether that's making, you know, knitting, I don't know, whatever makes you happy, but something that can also help you see clarity in what you're dealing with. You know, I make music to express what I'm feeling in a current situation or, you know, through the course of my life. And I also kind of make music to remind me of what I'm feeling 
and what I've gone through and sharing that with other people who have who have possibly been in similar situations as I have. You know, you know, my mom, she makes jewelry. You know, that's another way of helping to clear your mind to look through the world through a different lens. It doesn't matter what it is as long as it's something that's positive. That's all that matters to me. I'm not going to tell you what you need to do or how you need to um make yourself see your you know see the world in a different light i'm not going to tell you what you need to do but i'm going to say you need to find something you know if you don't already have something look for something go out of your comfort zone maybe that might help you see the world in a different perspective and and change your outlook if you go out of your comfort zone that might be something to try you know it's i know it's hard and it's never ending you know, but the reality is, is that, you know, we are all products of our environment, the environment that we grew up in, the culture that we grew up in, the community that we grew up in. But you don't have to be defined by those environments. You can learn from them and you can grow from them. That's no different than your outlook. You can learn from your outlook, and then thus you can grow from your outlook. And maybe your outlook might be stemmed in the situation that you're in, where you're living, the, the, the country that you're living, the culture that you're a part of, the family that you're a part of. But you can find a way. You just have to want it. You know, we, you know, we all talk about how, yeah, 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 I'm going to change. I'm going to see things in a different light. You know, we all do a lot of talking, but are you willing to walk the walk? And some people are afraid to. You're afraid to because that means, and I'll go back to it, going out of your comfort zone. When you've been depressed for months, and months and you're finally starting to try to see things in a different perspective it's weird and then you start being a little critical of yourself because you start wondering man why have i been, why was i so depressed for this long of time why couldn't i start seeing this earlier but hey that's not the problem there is no problem you just have to trust the process trust the process of changing your outlook it's not going to happen overnight. There's going to take circumstances, events, situations, people to help. But you have to be willing to reciprocate all of that. You have to be willing to want it. If you don't want to change your outlook, that's your choice. But quit complaining. Quit talking out your ass about it. Because the reality is only you can change it. No one else can. And no one else can. And if you fall for the false idols, that's on you. Because it's a lot easier to praise and worship than it is to acknowledge and reevaluate. But hey, I'm just a humble Ronin. You know, even for me, Every day, I still have to learn how to change my outlook. And that means for all of us that 
we need to acknowledge and examine the environment where we came from. Because where we came from, as I said before, shapes how we view the world. And if we evolve into a person, if we evolve into an environment, if we evolve into an outlook that suits who you are as an individual and who you want to be as you continue to grow. You know, you think think of it as a an emotional and mental biodome cast around your body. I mean, we all have our own microbiomes on us, and that in many ways affects our our eating habits, our sleeping, how we feel if when we get sick, how we think. But you need to have an outlook that's based on awareness, on positivity, that is open to growing and learning which allows you to shape the outlook of your world into a place of peace and growth. But it all starts with you. Nobody can make you do this. You have to want to change your outlook yourself. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Monday Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Kiosteroni Beatmaker. Please leave a comment with your thoughts below. Make sure to subscribe and slap that notification bell. Stay positive, stay focused, stay true, and much love.